This is Rahel, mom of two girls, Amara and Ava. This is Jen, mom to my little Ollie, and we're two best friends navigating motherhood, career, and personal fulfillment. And this is the Dope as a Mother podcast. Hello, everyone. We're here today to discuss unpopular opinions. Mm-hmm. Hot takes. Um, I have a, I have like a list of parenting ones. I think Rahel has parenting, but she has like all, right? It's kind of like a mix, a blend maybe. Um, so should I just start rattling them off or... <laughs> Or should I just do, you know, discuss one, go one by one? Yeah, Maybe. let's do like thoughts on screen time. Um. Okay. Yes, I don't see a problem with screen time. Um. I don't, as long as it's not too stimulating. <laughs> okay. And I will preface this with saying that you know I have my kid in childcare all day, and so we do do TV time in the morning, so I can get ready and not have him like wanting me every second otherwise I literally wouldn't be able to get out of the house I mean it just keeps it very calm in the mornings having the TV on um and then evenings we don't really do it much like unless he's like feeling ill or something like that um and then we have the weekends and like to me like the weekend so my mornings and the weekends honey you can watch however much TV you want um, we are usually busy and we usually are always go out of the house at least once or twice during the weekend. Right. So it's not like it's always on anyway. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's a long work week. I, I want to take my time in the morning and not be bothered. So, yes, screen time mm-hmm. and maybe an hour and it may be an hour. It may be an hour because I just need that time. I want to be on my phone. I want to just drink my coffee slowly and I don't want to be bothered. And that's the beauty of being in the toddler stage is that that TV can hold their attention. And it is a beautiful thing. So, yes, I take advantage of it. Don't say anything wrong with it. He's so smart. And he's so like he still goes and plays. It's not he likes to go outside. It doesn't it doesn't impede his development. Now, if I was a stay at home mom, that might be it. I might have a different strategy. I might not. I probably would not just sit up with the TV on, you know, all day or for hours at a time. Um, but just with my, you know, I can't speak for that because I'm not in that situation, but, um, I do know when he's at home, like, let's see if he's, you know, sick or like we're working on the TV's on, boo, TV's on for hours. And I don't feel bad about it. Even when Amara was home with me, uh, you know, after, during COVID, I turned on Mother Goose Club. I don't care. I'm not a, I'm not a preschool teacher. I can't teach her. What like it's just music and songs like yeah I'll dance and sing with her sometimes but I have to like cook and do other things and look for work and do you know a bunch of other stuff so Mother Goose Club was on heavy during COVID um but even now yeah she watches it in the morning while she eats her breakfast she comes home after school and goes straight to it and she'll probably get like an hour or two after school I really don't you know it's up to her but she's good at self-regulating so I don't I don't care you know like she'll watch it and she'll get off and go play Barbies or with her baby dolls but yeah, I think most most kids. I, I know when I was, I knew when I had my fill of TV, and I was like, I don't want any more TV. I want to go play with my dolls. I want to go outside. Um, I think we can also trust our kids. Now, I know some some kids can they can get caught up, and I do understand that. And again, like I, we do have like, okay, it's been too much TV. It's time to turn it off. And he's usually good about it. He's like, okay, he plays. Um, 
So I, I do think it needs to be a balance, right? But honestly, like, I just think there's so much, like, there's so much controversy about like screen time. And I think it like scares parents and it's just like, uh, you got, you know, like phones and tablets, all that stuff. Like they see us with it and they're going to want it. And that's just like, is what it is. We are, we live in the society that we live in that has a lot of tech and entertainment at our fingertips. And it's just like, that's just going to be a part of their lives. I think we just have to accept it. And, and one thing that we do that I probably it's frowned upon, but I don't care is iPad with meal time and, Honestly, it's better that way. Mm -hmm. And let me be honest, I do it. I will not, I personally won't eat unless there's something to watch on the TV. I mean, unless, you know, we're going to do family time, that's different. But I will watch and eat at the same time. And I think she probably took that from me. But also when I was pregnant, you know, I just needed time. And that that's just one way of getting her to yeah. eat. And she'll want to, you know, get her little snack and she'll go straight to her iPad. You know, and then it, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Like we... We try to limit it even when we're eating together, but kids can only sit still for so long. And then for so long. what are we doing? <laughs> so I don't really care. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out as she gets older, but right now it's fine. I don't, I don't care. We did, we did hold off until she was a little older to give her the iPad, but honestly with the second one, I don't know how long we're going to wait. So the iPad only comes out during travel. Oh, yeah. That's how we do it. Now, look, look, look. Now, as he gets, as he gets older, that might change, okay? You know, as he's staying up later and, you know, and that that might, you know, once it starts infringing on the mommy-daddy time, we might need to give you the iPad so we can watch what we want to watch, okay? And then when he starts to understand more, like, limits, Right. Yeah. At the beginning, it was a little struggle with us. We gave it to her at three years old, I think, or yeah, around three last Christmas. Um, she was maybe three and a half when she got an actual iPad. Now she was sometimes looking at a phone, you know, if we go out to eat, but I think, you know, it, it, it was a transition period where she had to learn, okay, when it, when we say, turn it off, turn it off, pause it. And so now it's fine. Like she's learned how to let it go. She's not so upset yeah. in the evening or whenever we ask her to turn it off, she gets it. Just this time. Yeah. Gotta do what's best for your family in that moment. Um, I will not buy or have a lot of toys in the house. <laughs> Sorry. Not gonna do it. Um, it's so funny. I have a coworker who's like, um, they have not, she's like, my kids have not gotten gifts for their birthday and like, or like toys for their birthday, like ever. I think her, and I think her daughter's like four, one of her daughters. The other one's like around Ollie's age. Um, and I thought that was like, I'm like, oh, wow. Um, and I'm kind of of the same mind. It was like, please don't give my kids toys. Please don't, like, it's cute. You know, people like come, like, come over and they want to bring him something, which is like cool, but it's also like, now I have to like, figure out what I'm gonna do with this toy if I don't want really want it that, you know it's like a whole thing um very grateful for it but I just uh yeah I just don't think it's necessary like he only plays with so many toys uh, at one time um and again he he does like tv and he likes to be outside like his favorite things really is like books he likes to ride his bike and likes to be outside and he likes TV. He likes trash truck. Okay. Those are the things right now that take, yes, he plays with his toys, but it's not, it's not like that, that I need to keep buying toys for him to like play with for two seconds. And then, okay. And then, and then what? And we have a small house. So it's, 
no, it's a no for me. I'm, I'm- also, when people buy gifts, I don't think they understand uh, like developmentally where the kids are. So especially if you have people who don't have kids and they try to buy toys for your kids, it's just they never play with it or it's not the right time. And then now you're storing gifts for years. And and then also just the amount yeah, of stuff. I'm constantly cleaning. I mean, Amara's four and she's into Barbies and every fucking Barbie comes with like a million accessories. Like a zillion accessories. And like, <laughs> it's a lot. And it's like, what is going on? So like now I'm teaching her if I get, if I don't mind, like I'll buy the Barbie, right? It's fine. Um, but if I'm buying you something new, something else got to go. <laughs> mm, I, like I like the something give, else has know, to go. This toy with somebody else, like yeah. I just, it's a lot. But I will say, like one on my list, pop, unpopular opinion, um, like not buying your kids things every time you go to the store. Like I do it. I'm sorry. I when we go to a Target, she'll get she'll get a little <laughs> something. And before I had her, I used to laugh at like my friends who have kids. Like, why do you buy your kids something every single time we go to the store? And I get it now. Like every time there's, I always get some activity, some little thing. And now it, I need to backtrack because um, now every time we do a Target run, even if it's a drive up, she's like, "Can we go inside? I just want a little toy." <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm trying to teach her to earn it. If you are X, Y, Z throughout the week, okay. But I don't want her thinking she's just getting it just to get it. And I know it's bad, but but I don't mind because I can afford it. And, you know, like I wasn't like without mm-hmm. or lacking when I was little, but, you know, I don't think I ever expected gifts <laughs> because you just, right? Like, you don't, I didn't feel that way. At least I, I got to ask my mom. I don't remember that, but. I have it. I don't see a problem with getting it for her. And it makes her so happy. <laughs> so I do it. I don't know. I know. It's like, is it going to really hurt like that? Like, is it going to, I feel like we worry that every little thing we do is going to have repercussions like 10 years from now, five years from now. And you're like, is it really though? Like, you know, I, and I get to your point, you don't want to have the expectation of like, okay, every time we go on Target, she's going to get something. I personally like almost always get Ollie something every time I go to Target. So I <laughs> understand. And he's usually not with me. So like, but every time I'm like in the $3 section, I always get him like some Play-Doh or something. Cause there's always something that I can put in his bag for when we like go out to dinner or like go on a trip. Like there's like little easy stuff that he can play with. Um, and so I, I enjoy it. I, I like it. So, um, now him being in store, like we're, we, we don't go that often together yet. Some he, he's gone with us a couple of times, but, um, we let him hold things, but he doesn't actually get things like he doesn't like get to pick out and we buy it. Um, well, yeah, we'll have to navigate that. I don't know. I'm not there yet. We just um, set expectations. Like I, cause I know I'm not, gonna walk out that store without getting her something right when we go in together so I tell her in advance you get one thing and she's actually really good surprisingly about okay I'm getting this one thing and she doesn't ask for like oh I want this and that she will sit in the aisle and try to figure out (laughs) which one thing she wants um yeah so Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know when that starts or where that comes from like wanting a lot I just tell her in advance okay you can get one thing you pick it out we kind of plan it in advance before we go to I like that. You can also have like, oh, and it has to be a certain dollar amount. Like you could do that too, which I think is, you know, especially as I get older. Um, piggybacking off that, um, I don't care about quote unquote wasting money 
on buying cute clothes for my kid, even though he's going to grow out of it in a month. I don't care. Okay. Um, don't care. I like, I like dressing him up. It's fun for me. He looks cute. And don't cost that much. It really, <laughs> really. And also like, I'm not going to buy a bunch of cheap, cheap stuff either because it doesn't last. And like, it will literally get holes. Like we got him, um, uh, there's, you know, when we go to Spain, there's Primark, there isn't Primark here in LA and there, you can't even order it online. So anyway, in Spain, there's Primark. It's amazing because like, there's all this cheap shit. Okay. <laughs> Fast fashion, cheap shit, which I don't really buy. I don't really buy much of it. Um, but they have amazing kids stuff and they're so, there's so many cute kids, like cute kids clothes. And you're like, okay, they're going to grow out of it, buy a bunch of stuff. And we bought a bunch of stuff and I, and I was like, happy I did, but at the same time, I'm like the quality is just so bad. Like that, All this stuff got holes in it within months. Um, and then you also wonder like, what's in those clothes? Is it lead? Is it like, you just, you know, you don't know how it's being manufactured and because it is so cheap, um, it just doesn't, it just doesn't last. I don't know how else to put it. Um, but it is great. Like, you know, it's, it's all, there are certain things that you do need for a limited amount of time and like, whatever, buy it. Like it's, you know, just throw away. Um, but like, for instance, I like, I love to buy H and M for him and this other store, Minioli, because people always ask me like, where do you get his clothes? I'm like H and M. I don't go anywhere special. It's like H and M and sometimes Minioli, Minioli or Minioli. I don't know how you um, pronounce it. Um, and that's pretty much it. And I don't buy him a lot of stuff. Um, but what I like about H&M stuff and Manili is that it, it runs big. So it can wear it oversized and then they grow into it. So the clothes actually last longer, a lot longer. And I'm not buying as much stuff and he still looks cute. Boom, boom, boom. Um, I am, <laughs> I just don't, I get the whole secondhand. If I could find cute stuff secondhand, I would. I really haven't seen much like cute secondhand cl- like clothes for kids. I know we have like shared clothes and that's a little bit different. Like they're infants. You're like, yeah, like, you know, and I always like donate clothes um, to church, to local churches um, and stuff like that. But I want him to look cute. It's enjoyable for me as a mom. So I don't consider it as wasting money. I just, you know, I donate it. You want to go next? Not bribing kids to do things? Not bribing. Not bribing. Um, mm-hmm. We bribe. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And, and <laughs> it, it's like, you it's know, like, in, oh, okay. in situations where you just like, come on, you know, especially now she's more, um, I guess, compliant, you know, what we want her to do. But like, there was a period where it's like, I'll give you the damn lollipop if you just get in the car, let's go. And she didn't turn out, you know, like whatever they say, however they're going to turn out. I don't know. But like, she's fine. We don't, you know, it's not an everyday thing, but like, okay, here, you can do this. If I, you know, if I give you this, can you do that? (laughs) Through a period where, you know, when they're that age between like one and three and yeah. Girl, we're in the thick of it. I definitely have done some negotiation uh, recently. Yeah, it's because it's the time is of the essence. I need you to do it. Get these gummy bears and we'll go in the car and we gotta go. (laughs) Let's move. (laughs) Yes. Um, Nobody has time to sit there sometimes and like explain and do all these things. Like just here, take it, take the candy and we'll go. 
Yeah. I mean, there are moments where, yeah, you, you have that moment to like connect and da, 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 whatever. Yes. Those, those moments are important and it's, yeah, but that, that, that doesn't always, um, those moments of connection where you, no, they're, they don't always happen. Um, there are certain, there, there are certain circumstances that does not allow for that. And so, yeah, you got to use, uh, you got to use a snack or a toy or whatever to, to get the show on the road. The AAP recommending breastfeeding two years is wild to me. And the fact that mothers adhere to it is wild too. But you know, look, God bless those mothers. I think you did it. Didn't you do it for two years? 15 or 16 months. And this is what happened. I wanted, my goal was a year. Okay. We got to about 10 months. And then I started sending formula to school with her for the daytime. And I would do morning and night nursing. And then COVID happened. She was home. Uh, I don't know if we still did formula. I think at that point, yeah, she was weaning off like in a couple months once she had to stay home with us. Um, And then from there, she slowly would like grab my boob and want to nurse because she's home with me. She see, you know, it's like, Oh my God, just stop. So we fell back into it. Um, and then I was still nursing at night because she would wake up and that's just how she would go back to sleep. Um, and then Ava mm. girl, if there wasn't a formula shortage or, uh, what else? Uh, you know, if I guess if I was work, yeah, she would be on formula a lot sooner. Now she is completely as of August, completely like on formula. Yeah, the formula shortage was such a. Ugh. Even if that, even if that wasn't the case, two months to breastfeed or pump, like to even like that is. I used to pump at work three times to get the milk because I was not an overproducer. I, I made just enough for her. So now I'm just thinking, like, if I had to do that for two years because I'm working, you know, like working during the day, Monday through. Yeah. Because the AAP tells me I should, I, I just am like, who, who's on this board? Like, who is saying this? Like, I, I just, I get it, and I get it. The science is supporting it. Like, I haven't like looked too, too deep into it because I'm kind of we're out of that, that stage. But um, I'm just like, y'all got some nerve, you know? Moms are in such a different place these days. Um, <laughs> Coming out of COVID, most moms work. Most moms are re- RTO. I'm just like, mm-hmm. huh? RTO is return to office. RTO is return to office for those who do not um, work in offices <laughs> or who don't have RTO right. and who are working in office and, or have an office-like job and, and yeah. don't have RTO. It's a blessing to um, even be able to do it for a year. I mean, it's hard. It's hard already, it right? Like just doing it is hard. Yes. Um, any amount of time is good, but yeah, that two years is trash. It's not realistic. <laughs> it's trash. I'm like, Oh my God. But yeah. It's just, it, I just don't feel like it's realistic. Um, you want to go next? I, I, I see itching. you're itching. Um, <laughs> okay. Not telling, uh, not focusing on looks or telling kids that they look beautiful. Um, is a big one for me. I, I hate it. And obviously you don't only focus on looks, right? But there's nothing wrong with telling kids that they're beautiful. I tell my daughter every single day, 
but I also tell her other things, right? Like, oh, you're so strong, whatever the case may be. Um, you're creative, you know, all of that. Um, and I feel like it comes from telling, telling people not to tell their kids that they're beautiful. I feel like comes from maybe um, a white person's point of view, where they're oftentimes the standard of beauty. Um, so if if I don't tell my daughter mm-hmm. who's black that she's beautiful every day, and then she goes out into the world and nobody else tells her, or you know maybe she's going to a school where she might be the only or one of very few other black kids, um, yeah. then how who's who's going to tell her, and you know what is that going to do to her? So I rather she learn at home from us, and we instill that in her, and she doesn't seek it. Um, you know, validation from outside that she knows that she's beautiful and that's all that matters because people are going to try to tell her that she's not or, you know, make fun of her curly hair or whatever it is. Just want to make sure that she knows that she's beautiful from an early age. And that's not only the focus, obviously, right? Like we tell them other things, but yeah, I don't believe it. I think we should tell (laughs) all children they're beautiful. I agree. Uh, I agree. I was trying to hold back and let you finish because I, I feel, I feel so strongly in that, but the piece that you said is, is so, especially as a girl mom, it's really important. It's really, really important. And as a black girl mom with a black daughter who is, we know, we know she is going to get feedback that is not nice to hear. And so you do have to counteract that ahead of time. You got to get ahead of that. You have to be proactive. Um, and I do think, yeah, a lot of that, that information I do think is like coming from mostly from a white Euro perspective. And I think it just do- it doesn't have the same, it just doesn't apply, I think, as much. And to your point, it's like, yeah, you're like, it's not the only thing. <laughs> like, you know, there's other things like, oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so good at this. Or you're so creative or whatever it is. There's other adjectives. But um, I do think like, it's, yeah, you're right. Like, tell her. <laughs> don't hold it back. Why, why, like, right. why would you do that? And I'm, I don't care if anybody else tells, you know, tells her that she's beautiful in public, wherever we are. You know, there's always like, oh, don't. Don't focus on that. Oh, and she's this and that. It's okay if all you say is that, oh, your daughter's so beautiful or her hair's so pretty. I'm fine with that because we at home tell her everything else, right? Um, So I'm okay with strangers telling her that, my friends telling her that. It's okay because she knows she's everything else as well because we we tell her that at home. So I think baby led weaning versus puree is stupid and doesn't need to have a term. Um, it's so funny. We visited friends and, and their new baby and we were talking about it. She's like, are you baby that weeding? And I was like, we did both. Like, but I was like, it's not, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Give them period, give them whatever. Like, I just don't, it's like every, okay, let me take a deep breath. I feel like with motherhood, everything is branded. Everything has to have a term. Everything, it's like capitalism has taken over like like motherhood as well. So it's like, so everything, everybody has their products for it and their and their like strategies and like whatever. 
And um, I do think it's helpful, like the information that's out there about baby led weaning, like, don't get me wrong. Um, But I think like you need to do what's comfortable for you and like where you feel like your baby is at. At the end of the day, like, you know what's right. Like, you know, deep down what's right for your baby, what is right for you and what you're comfortable with. And if that's giving purees, give the give the baby a puree like it, it's fine if you want to make them at home you want to buy them whatever um and then yeah i mean we did both at this you know and one once i felt like he was ready i would give him more foods and yeah i i that and he eats fine just like we did we had purees and then we got older we know how to eat we're, we're going to learn how to eat. We're going to learn how to eat and use spoons and forks and whatever. So I just, that to me was like so weird. I just didn't understand like how people were like so staunch, like for this and like no purees. <laughs> like up in that um, with Ava, like I was like, okay, no, this time around because Amara had purees, right? We started purees. Um, but with Ava, I'm like, no, we're going to do this about it now I I did get caught up in that whole hype and is it because people want to hurry up and have their babies grow up fast like so that they don't have to sit there and feed the baby because what like is it a time thing I don't know like what the hell why Mm -hmm. was I so like in a rush to do baby weaning let me tell you we tried it we started it the choking wasn't an issue it's just like I need to make sure she's eating food in between her bottles, right? So like if you do baby like weaning, that shit's on the floor. Yeah. Yes. Oh wait, that I for, I totally forgot about that. Okay. Yes. The whole like oh my God. And please do not listen when they tell you um it doesn't matter if they're eating it, you know, they're tasting. No, they need they need nutrition on top of their milk. And you need to make sure they're actually getting those foods. So if you need to feed them a puree and you are on a baby led weaning journey, you wonder why your kid is not sleeping at night. It's because they are not getting enough calories probably. And, and, um, I, I would see that randomly in like boards and moms would be like, no, they need to eat because like that having them having little nibbles on them holding a piece of broccoli and then throwing it on the floor. It's not enough. I will do like, let's say a sweet potato. I'm not mushing all the food. So let me clear that up. I'm not, so it's, it's a blend between both, right? I am feeding her the Mm -hmm. food. It's not all puree. Like, let's say sweet potato, I might, you know, cut it with the spoon and then put it in her mouth and she'll eat it. Um, yep. And if I'm sitting there with her, I'll still let her have like the food and she'll hold it. But I make sure that like, okay, she's eating and it's not dropping on the floor. Um, so it's like a blend between the two, but I still give her like the baby oatmeal mm-hmm. in the morning with banana. I'm not giving her mm-hmm. the banana hole or whatever. Um but yeah, I think I think it's time. I think we're all in a rush to kids grow up fast. You're right. That is such a. And I do remember feeling like, you know, I was very happy once he was able to like eat more foods with his hand because I was like sitting here and feeling. I did not like having to sit there and feed. Um, Adil loved it. Was fine with it. He's like, I know that he's getting the food, so he's like, I am going to spoon feed him. Um, I think I was more of, I definitely was more toward like, let's have a balance, um, where he's able to feed himself with his hands. And also, so I don't have to sit there the entire time. Cause that does take up a lot of time. You can't do anything else. Like you can't clean while they're eating. Like, especially at that stage, like they don't really need you sitting there like that. So it's like when they get older, they do. But I feel like during when they're, when you're, 
and you're like in the seven, eight, like you can actually go do dishes while they're, cooking, you know, while they're eating. And it's like, if I have to spoon feed the whole time, you're like, ugh, you know, especially when you come back from work and all that. Um, but um, Adil, like, yeah, he would just sit up there and spoon feed like he didn't, didn't care. Um, and then when, once they can hold the pouches, that's also amazing. But like, and even the utensils, it's like, they're not ready for that. Like there, I, I do think like there are so many, you're right. There are a lot of things that I think they say, oh, start, you should try. And it's like, they're not ready. Like you can tell like when, as they get older, once they actually are ready, you're like, oh yeah, they're ready for that now. You don't have to give them a cup, an open cup. Like stop with this. I remember we would do little open cups and I was like, why am I doing this? No, straw cup, done. Why am I, I don't want to deal with a mess. It's unnecessary. Like, you know, and, and it's thing with you said, like the throwing the food on the floor, like, I don't want to clean shit up. Why? And I don't have to, I, he doesn't need to eat this and at this stage and I don't have to do this. And so I feel like it causes so much stress on moms because like they are throwing the food and they're at such an early age, having to clean up all this food off the floor when you could just be literally spoon feeding them um, or giving them something that's not as messy um, because they don't have to try, have tried all the foods in the world um, at six, seven, eight, nine months. So Girl, I do think there's a little bit of that. I do think it's a little bit of like the, in, in so many different areas, not just the feed, the feeding, but I do think it's a, it's, it's like, yeah, let's get them to the next stage. Like, and I'm guilty of that too. When he was young, I used to just want to get to the next stage, want to get to the next stage, but you know what? You just got to be in that stage. <laughs> it's easier. It's easier to just settle into the stage that you're in. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind Montessori. I do see a benefit right in like being independent learning these skills now the issue i have is when you start seeing these little toddlers making breakfast and like doing all these things that is not their job right now like kids love to help and play like yes help me in the kitchen let's do it right um, but you don't need to make your whole meal by yourself. Like you are three or two, whatever. It's not, mm, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it. It's actually a really good point of like, they don't need to do that right now. Like there's plenty of time for them to like help out and learn those skills. Um, I know they're at this stage, like I know all these other stages, like they want to help and it's good for them. And so, like you said, um, I actually saw a love, a love every lovery, uh, article with like, this is the time that they like to help out and give them like the little things to do. And I'm like, Oh, that's cute. Like he could scoop up Lola's food and put it in the, you know, it's like things like that. that I think, yeah, help you peel an egg or something like that. And I, I like, she gave those examples that I thought like, Oh yeah, that's, that's something fun. He can help me do in the kitchen. I don't want to clean up any more messes. And for what? For his development? Like, he'll get there. We didn't do that. And I think we're okay. We can cook and clean and, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I always go, I always, like, it, I remember, like, pretty early on, once, like, the haze was lifted, like, early, early motherhood, I was like, is this going to matter five, ten mm -hmm. years from now? Because if it's not, I'm not doing it. That's a good way of looking at it. So is it going to affect something that far down or will they like learn it? And it's like, not a big deal. Like, and, and so it's just like, I, I had to kind of, 
that's always kind of like my gut check with things like a are they going through a phase and it's just gonna it'll be fine you know they'll get over it in a couple months or whatever or is is this something i really do need to like lean in on in the next you know because it could affect things five ten years from now or is it something that he needs to try now or really so i always think like in that way before I got start to get caught up and trying and doing all the things because it just yeah. gets to be too much. Um, and so with Mama's story, I do feel like some, a little some of that, some of that I really, some of the stuff I really love. Like I really do like love the independence, and I always knew like when I had a kid, I'm like, I want them to be independent. I do not want them to rely on me for for everything. Um, I am hyper independent. My husband's hyper independent, probably because we're both only children. But I, I want him to feel self-sufficient and and feel like he can do stuff and like yeah we're here to help you we're here to like assist but like i don't want them to constantly feel like they can't do anything on their own like you see Mm -hmm. that so much like my mom has seen that so much in in working in the schools of like she's like high schoolers like have to have their parents come up there and they don't even know how to do their own i'm like no 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 i like i never needed my mom in high school for to like help me pick my classes or she had no she didn't need to like, so I just, I, I do really love the independence, which I feel like, um, that, that should be established at a young age. But I mean, to your point, like not that young, like I wasn't making eggs. I'm very independent. I wasn't making eggs and toast and never, first of all, I never cooked my entire childhood, never cooked. Didn't want to, didn't want to learn, right. never cooked. I will like date here and there with my mom, but, mm-hmm. but I learned how to cook. So like, th- it's just these things. Come on, y'all. Like we are okay. We're okay. We don't have to do all the things. The one thing we do try, we're trying to focus on now as we're getting older is cleaning up after yourself. Right? Like yeah. she's always known how to throw things in the trash since she started walking. She liked doing that stuff. Um, but just keeping up with your things, putting things away, make your bed. Let's mm-hmm. get into those habits um, because I think those things will help her that. later on in life. I prefer her to learn those things over, yeah, making breakfast for herself. Kids making breakfast. Yeah, you do see those videos. You're like, wow, they are. that's very impressive. I think like routine is so important. Um I, I always grew up with a routine and I feel like I, I love routines. I think it sets you up for success. Um, I think it's like the foundation of just like mm-hmm. healthy habits. Um, I remember seeing a TikTok of this girl who was like, you know, maybe for you, you know, she was, she was trying to get into routine, more routines. And she was like, maybe for you, like waking up and getting in the shower as your first thing to do, like that is normal. And like, that's easy for you. And she was like, that is not easy for me. And just to go and do that, like, you know, and there's no rhyme or reason. She just gets up, who knows what she's doing, you know, after, but she's like, that's very challenging for me to be like, okay, I'm going to get up in the shower and do X, Y, and Z. And, um, and my mind immediately went to when she was saying, it was like, she must not have grown up with any structure or routine. And then, the more you listen to the the video she does say you know i didn't grow up like that and i'm like this is why it's so important to like you know 
I don't judge anyone for how like they, they run their household and, you know, everyone's different. I know not, not everyone thrives on routines, but even having a loose one, I think can help your kids so much and really setting up for success because when they get into the real world, if you don't have any type of structure, you don't know how to structure a day or a routine, it's just going to make your life a lot harder, like to, to like incorporate that or build on that when you really need it, you know? Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave a review. We would love to hear from you. Any topics you want us to cover, drop us a DM at Dope as a Mother on Instagram.